tonight. I want to give it all to you. In the darkness, there's something I want to do. And tonight, I'm going to give it. Oh, I fucked it up. I fucked it up. Fucked it up. Fucked up. It's over. I'm not singing anymore. Ah! What the fuck is up, you guys? It is Candace from the Man and Candace podcast, aka MDMAQ, aka Miss Banks, aka Miss Thickthumb. I'm just so I'm so kidding. The last one, I was I was joking. But today, I wanted to talk about something fun and that is the various signs from the universe and these are all around good signs like the universe will tell you something bad is going to happen but it won't lead you to the bad path like on purpose Not even for a lesson. You know what I mean? So, let me take you back 12 years ago. 12. Yes, 12. It was 2010. And, um, April 24th, 2010 was approaching. And that was a big deal for me. Because that was the first time I was going to a hymn concert and it was in Vegas. And I don't know how I convinced my mom to bring me and Brianna, two 14-year-olds. She drove us all the way to Vegas. We left at like 7 in the morning. And this was before the overpass from Phoenix to Vegas. So Vegas was actually 8 hours. So it was commitment. I love you, mom, for this. But, like, I emphasized to her, I was like, Mom, you don't understand. I really love this band. Like, they're from Finland. Like, you have to, you have, like, I have to go. You have to buy me tickets. Like, I need to go. So, she bought two tickets for me and Brianna. And then, um, in her mind, she was like, oh, I'm just going to make this a nice, relaxing Vegas trip. Blah, blah, blah. That's exactly what she did, as she should, because she didn't need to worry about me and the shit I was getting to. I was 13. No, I was 14, right? So, the the week before, me and Brianna, we were like, we need ecstasy. We're going to be in a concert. We need ecstasy. And this was before Molly. Molly is meth, okay? I don't care what you say. I don't care what your fucking testing kid says. I don't care what your drug dealer says. Molly is fucking meth, okay? Uh, Ecstasy is green aliens, blue naked ladies, Pokeball quad stacks, Bart Simpsons, Rolexes, Red Bulls. All that shit. You don't even know what the hell I'm talking about, boy. Anyway, back to April 24th. We get there. The 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 not the party. The concert is at the Luxor. You know the pyramid one that's disappointing on the inside because on the outside you're like, oh my, oh my god, it's Egypt. 
And it's not really fucking Egypt. It's just it's just sad. But they have the House of Blue venues uh, in there. And that's where the concert was. And I've never been to Vegas before, before this. So, um, we find the line. It was a big-ass line, but we were there early. So, me and my friend, who is a total trooper because she never listened to anything by him except Wings of a Butterfly, but that doesn't count. Um... So we're in line and like I see people smoking cigarettes and I'm like, oh, my God, they're smoking cigarettes. And my friend's like, yeah, you can smoke inside Vegas. So I'm like, can I bum a cigarette? Can I bum a cigarette? You know, this baby face, 14 year old. Can I have a cigarette? Can I have a cigarette? And like (sighs) they give us a cigarette. Of course, we're still in line. There was this weird bitch in line. Like, everyone has a heart of gram tattoo that looks ugly as hell. And I was just like, I will never be one of these people. <laughs> so, we're waiting in line. That drunk chick is trying to make conversation with us. Turns out she was trying to cut in line. This dumb bitch. And, like, there was, like, all types of fans. And, like, I thought I was I was the ultimate fan because I was drawing... Bilavala every day and listening to him every day but boy I was such a baby I was such a baby I was listening to razor blade romance dark light and fucking screamworks I had no idea about greatest love songs volume 666 I had no idea about Venus doom none of that So, remember, it's April 24th, 2010, okay? If you write the the date out in numbers, it is 4-24-10. Okay? You're with me? So, in my bag, I have orange juice, ecstasy, and... A bottle with a note that I wrote for Villavalo in it. And it wasn't a note like, hey, I love you. This is my phone number. Please call me. You know, I was fucking 14. Like, I, I wasn't... I was delusional, but I I, I had... I, I had a little... I have, I have a conscience, okay? And I just knew that just wasn't cool. But, like... Unbeknownst to him, I've been watching every interview he he's been on in in Finnish in England. I've I like I know pretty much like thirty five percent about his whole life, and like I pushed since I was on ecstasy, I pushed my way to the front of the of the um like the general admission area. And then I took out that bottle with the note. And I was like, this is my only chance. This is my only chance. So I threw it. And I was a dumbass because I was behind, like, four bouncers. And, like, I threw it. And, like, I threw it during a solo. And it landed right between the guitarist's legs. And the singer who I wanted to read it. He went off stage because he has asthma, so he needed like an inhaler or whatever, maybe like a, something. 
But he was gone for like a good three minutes. And like the guitarist saw me do it. So like he made this like face at me like I know what you did. And then I was like, that's so cool. But what prepared me for the next thing that happened is Villavala went back on stage, picked up his microphone, picked up my bottle. And imagine being on ecstasy and you're it's loud music, there's lights everywhere, and the love of your life and the love of your life picked up something you threw for him. I just felt so elated. I felt so elated. I, I haven't been that happy. I don't think ever. And not only that, it's like they started they started playing with it. Him and the bass player, they started pretending that they were sword fighting with it. And it was so awesome. And then something scary happened. They stopped the song that they were originally singing. And then they started singing a, a, a typo negative song, Christian Woman. But then they started saying, Ave, Ave, Satanist. And they put their hand over my bottle. And they were like, Ave, Ave, Satanist. And I was like, what does that mean? So it, it means, Hail Satan, Hail, Hail, Hail Satan. And I was just like, what the fuck? And then he sang a Black Sabbath song by Black Sabbath after that. And then when all that creepy shit was over, he threw my bottle next to the disco ball and the regular concert resumed. I don't know what happened. I don't know if my bottle triggered them to say and do that scary stuff. But I shit you not. Every single day since that day. I thought I was going crazy, but I was starting to receive signs in the from the universe. And that wasn't my conclusion. I didn't come to that conclusion for months. But I always remembered that 424 was my lucky number because of what happened at my first hymn concert on April 24th. So I would write 424 everywhere. And I know that there's something in your brain that like likes to recognize patterns or whatever. But like it, pro it slowly progressed. So it's the universe started showing me that number one, it was there. Like, the next day, like, the license plate in front of me was 424. Um, I, I take a nap, and I wake up right at 424 p.m. I'm waking up in the morning at 424 a.m. Um, so I just started noticing things like that. They were very small, very, like, insignificant. Like, I would buy something and the total would be $4.24 or $42.40. Um, my phone number has 424, like, consecutively in my phone number. Um, 
my pin number and my phone password are not four two not four two four just just so you know um I remember that I painted my walls red like maybe a month after 42410 and I wrote in red letters I will meet Villavalo on 424 and it was like I don't know like I didn't see them again till like uh, 2014 I don't know and then um But I, I swear, I swear, like, the the, the signs of seeing 424 became so, like, it became so uncanny that it was, it was scary, that I knew something was there. So I started praying to God. I was like, hey, if this is a thing, if this is. Uh, a warning or I don't know what type it is a sign you need to let me know what this means so as it was happening I started documenting it like every time I saw it on a receipt uh, a, a picture um it, a number in my check uh, a license plate number on the clock um just just any anywhere that you could find numbers I, I would always see it so i started documenting it um and then i started to ask god questions and kind of testing him um and I use God and universe interchangeably. So I was asking the universe, I was testing the universe, like, you need to let me know what this means because what's the point of seeing 424 all day, every day? Am I supposed to be paranoid? Am I supposed to be warned that something bad is going to happen? But no, I figured out through something what I'm going to tell you I figured out that if I see that number whenever I'm worried about anything anything weighing on my mind as soon as I see that number that day and it will be really quick I know that I'm in the right place I'm safe God is on my side. The universe is on my side. And whatever I'm worried about has already been resolved. And I don't need to worry. And how I found that out was because at the time, you know, I was smoking pot and my mom is an officer. So she would drug test me and i would be completely dirty and i and i remember this one time in particular i didn't have enough time to drink water or to like drink green tea to like you know piss clean and it was like seven o'clock at night so 
you know, I'm like praying and praying and I'm stalling. I'm like, hey, can we go to the furniture store? <laughs> and then we went to the furniture store where, of course, I used the restroom. And then um, there was just no way I was going to pass it. But on the way home, there was a semi truck. And the numbers on the semi truck, not the license plate, but like on the actual truck, it said 424. 2010 and like I knew instantly that I'm gonna pass that drug test and I passed the drug test it also means if I feel like like 424 shows up in my present reality when I feel very strongly about Something, especially to do with my intuition. Like, let's say, like my last job, I wasn't sure if I was going to get hired and I was worried and worried because it took a month for them to call me back and say my drug test was clear and this is your start date. Saw 424 every time I was worried. Every time I was paranoid, worried, scared. 424, 424, 424. We all know I have cousins, right? And I I love them to death. But one of them, their mom was a user, an addict. And while she was about seven months pregnant. um, Wait, no. She was four months pregnant. And we were... Um, she was so adamant about taking me to the 4th of July fireworks. And, I, and and to me, I'm like, I'm just fine. I don't need to do that. But she insisted. So, But now I know she was high. So when you're high, you're just like, let's go do this. Let's go do that. So that worried me because that is my, that's my baby in there. That that's that's my brother. Like That's my baby in your stomach. And then she was drinking Bud Light. And, like, I just started praying to God. I was just, like, I was, like, I don't know what kind of issues this kid is going to have. But just please make him normal. Make him not do drugs. Make him very smart. And, I, and you know, we're all going to love him. And I shit you not, my aunt was in jail the next day. And I was so thankful but while she was in, was in jail, all I saw was 424, 424 everywhere, 424 everywhere. And I would I would cry because I was just so relieved, just so relieved that I saw my numbers to tell me I did the right thing by praying. And like, I didn't snitch on her. I should have, but like, I didn't because I was too scared. And I think the universe knew that. So... That night after I got dropped off, she got pulled over and she was on probation. So she went back in jail and my baby cousin was born in prison, but he was born on Christmas Eve in Texas. And he was, he still is the best miracle of my life. I will die for that little boy. I love him so much. 
do you have lucky numbers or angel numbers or whatever? I don't know what's out there 100%. You guys could be nothing. It could be me playing with myself. It, it could be just anything. But this code and reality that I can have as a confirmation and it relates to whatever I'm thinking, it will show up. And I think that's amazing. Like, imagine if you had, like, a little helper who could read your thoughts and would say, that's a great idea. Go for it. Or that's a bad idea. Stay away. Like, if I'm getting a feeling that my intuition's going off and, like, I feel like I'm unsafe because I'm about to go somewhere... I'll see 424 uh, randomly on my phone. I open a book to page 424. I didn't even know that it was on 424. I will see it somewhere. I'll check the mail and then like the numbers on is 424. And that is my cue. I'm like, I'm not going. I'm not going. And usually there's like a shooting, a car accident, all types of things. Um, but like 424 has gotten me in positive spaces like the London gallery like I was guided by 424 searching for that and I need to know I'm in the right place if I see 424 as I'm going along my quest <laughs> that's how I know I'm in the right place and like if I get the feeling that someone doesn't really fuck with me or like me I'll think about it and then I'll see 424 and the next day like I'm unfollowed or like the next I see them in person and then they act like I'm disgusting or something. I don't know. People are weird. But I also want to talk about another sign from the universe that was really, really recent. And I'm talking like this year recent. And it's kind of scary because... I don't know if it's a sign from the universe or if it's an algorithm that's reading my mind. But let's say, um, how do I explain this? So, you know, we all have our own thoughts. We have a dialogue in our head, like, Oh, I got to do this today. I got to buy this. I have to go here. I have to get gas. You know, you're talking to yourself in your mind as you wake up and do the motions of your morning. I'm someone who always has like music or TV on or YouTube just like as a background noise. And like I shit you not like 12 times a day, I will be thinking a certain phrase or a set of words at the very same time the person on TV or the musician says says the phrase like for example if i were to say if i were to say um the mailman is late in my head, I'll be like, the mailman is late. 
This is just an example. While I say the mailman is late, imagine like a character from Family Guy saying the same thing at the same time. So it sounds like two people are saying the manager is late. I have yet to figure out what this one means. And I know that was a bad example, but let me give you another one. Like, um, hmm. Hmm. Like, if I think about the word tulip or like roses, like, Someone on YouTube will say tulip or roses at the same time. I say it not a second after, not a second before, the same exact fucking time. Like, you know how when people say something at the same time, it's like, jinx, jinx, you jinx me. That's what the universe is doing to me. They're jinxing me through, through audio songs. And it also started to happen with like text. Like I'll I'll think something in my head and then a text will pop up as I'm like thinking it. It is the weirdest thing. Like I don't believe I believe in like people who have gifts, like psychic gifts, but I don't believe this is a psychic gift. I've yet to figure out what this means. It's quite frightening because it's it's beyond phrases like how is your day or hello good morning. So those are common phrases, right? No, it's phrases like Adele won the women's award last night and it'll just be in my thought and at the same time my channel on YouTube is saying it's like it's like someone put a microphone to my head. And is my thoughts are playing out loud. It is the weirdest thing. It's the weirdest thing. I have yet to figure that one out. I've yet to figure that one out. But it creeps me out so much. Like you don't understand. It freaks me out so much. I'm curious, y'all. What are your signs from the universe? Because they could all be different. For You know, we're all different. And the universe has a relationship with all of us. Other than, like, signs and synchronicities, I'm very lucky. And I know opportunity has to do with some things, but I'm very lucky. Like, every artist that I wanted... Ah, I see 424 right now. (laughs) But every artist I want to meet, I ever wanted to meet and get to know and paint with, I've done it. I've done it. Me wanting to be a a big, famous Phoenix artist, I've done it. Still doing it. 
people hate me for it, so I know I'm doing it right. Eh. Um... For example, like, people at the the dispensary will hook me up or whatever that means. Um, I will go to a store and, like, a lady is just nice to me and she's like, here, here, sweetie, I'll give you a coupon. Just stuff like that. Stuff like that. Um... I know part of it is like I'm nice and pretty, but like <sighs> like this one couple was going to invest $100,000 to me for my company. Like just just shit like that. Like lucky breaks. A lot of lucky breaks and I, I don't believe those happen on accident. I do not believe it happened on accident at all. Um, whenever I want something, I like I really want something, I will pray about it and then I will obsess over it until I get it. And I always do. I always get it. Like, I'm, and I don't call it manifestation because, like, manifestation and the law of attraction, the law of attraction isn't a real universal law. Let's talk about it. And the girl who wrote it, Rhonda Burns, she's full of shit. And, like, the whole thing is just full of shit. So I don't believe in manifestation, law of attraction. I don't know about scripting. I don't do any of that shit. I believe God in the universe speaks directly to you to guide you to help you to uplift you to exalt you but and also to warn you and protect you but i just feel like i feel like the universe and god has a relationship with each one of us why treat us all the same why speak to us in all the same language Like, God has taken my felony to a misdemeanor, DUI. I was never caught selling Xanax and Adderall. I don't know how I made it through college. I literally don't know how. I don't remember my 20 20 to 22. I don't remember those years at all. At all. Actually, 18 to 22. 22 I don't remember I don't remember my entire college career but I graduated and everyone I partied with did not graduate and I wasn't anyone special everyone there was just as smart as I was it was a university and it just so happened that like I 
was given favor, you know, to, to do shit like that. Also, always being able to have a car. Whether my mom bought it for me, I get in trouble and fuck it up and I'm able to buy a new one. Taking care of my credit at a young age. Like, nobody taught me that. But, like, I was I was just really inspired by the 424 and just praying and seeing it and, like, having the opportunity someone gave me my first credit card chase gave me my first credit card i had no job i had no money and no nothing and that's how i built my credit when you hang around certain circles you meet certain celebrities and you get in certain parties and i won't lie like god made me beautiful and that has like 90 percent of what to do to do with it but the universe is is this is like the or the orchestrator like if, if god tells the universe to do something to make something happen the universe is going to do it any way it wants and it's so creative it's so creative it's insane The universe will also show you your enemies, people who smile in your face but call you a nigger when you're gone. For example, there is this girl named Candace whose friend hired me to paint her backyard, which was my first mural. So I didn't charge them because they were giving me my first wall. I didn't know if it was going to come out good or not, so I didn't charge them. But then she needed some touch-ups and then she wanted another wall painted. So I was going to charge her uh, like 200 bucks. And like, this is how you know I was insecure as an artist. Like 200 bucks? Are you serious? So when I kept asking money for co- to cover for more paint, she'd be like, well, I thought that you... Said 200, I thought that you got all the paint. I thought, I thought, I thought. And I'm just like, first of all, you're not a fucking artist. And then I, and then I told her, number two, I, sh- I was like, you know what, Candace? I should be charging you 2,700. That's what I should be doing. And she was like, I know, I know. And I'll, and that let me know right there that she doesn't give a fuck about me. And I found out later that she fucking is racist. Like, she was eavesdropping on my conversation. And, like, I was, like, I was I was already feeling weird doing her wall. And then I was just, like, I need to get the fuck out of here. God, get me the fuck out of here. So, remember when Floyd Mayweather's daughter stabbed her boyfriend's baby mama? So, I was talking to my friend Gabby, who I just reunited with after months. And she's a black woman. So I was telling Gabby, who was not on speaker, I said, did you hear about Floyd Mayweather's daughter? How she stabbed that woman? Crazy. And then I didn't know Candace was behind me. Do you know what she said? 
Do you know what this bitch said? She said, oh, fucking niggers. No, no, no. She said, stupid niggers. And I froze and then I turned around and then her hands were on her mouth like, like, like completely like, did I just fucking say that out loud? Because people get real comfortable with me because I'm mixed race. They get real comfortable with me. They get real comfortable with me. But I'm not the one. Because um, not only am I half black, my father's black. And the my best friend is black. The, there's there was just no choice for me and, and it's all about loyalty and then what the fuck this bitch is like she's one of those mexicans that think she's white her yeah her so basically i walked off the job took all my paint and i just walked off left her with a fucked up wall she texted me and she was like I expect you to finish the wall. And I was like, and I expect you to deal with it. <laughs> and then, like, I got really manic in 2020. And, like, I, I spent my stimulus check on, like, $1,200 worth of art supplies. And there was this, like, there was, like, six pints of paint that I couldn't use because they were fabric paint. And I was pissed. So I drove to Candace's house and I um, parked her, I parked my car in her driveway and then I literally emptied out all of those cans on her car, on her front screen door, on her grass, everywhere. And then I was like, who's the nigger now, Candace? Who's the fucking nigger now? And then I left. I didn't hear from her. Like, she didn't come, come after me on my Instagram. She could have. Her other friend could have come after me. Her sister could have came after me on my Instagram. Almost a year later, I get a call from a detective. And she's like, hi, is this Candace Banks? And I was like, yeah. Looked at the clock, 424. I said, how can I help you? And she goes, well... I'm on a case where allegedly you threw some paint at someone's yard. Is that true? I'm like, that's 100% true. I said, I did that in retaliation for her calling me and my friend stupid niggers. And the cop was like, oh, Okay. And then the case was thrown out. Never heard from her again. Like, if she slandered my name on Instagram, then uh, I wouldn't be surprised. She probably blocked me so she wouldn't see, the, so I wouldn't see the slander. I really don't give two shits. Um, I think I need to stop doing, like, works with, like, clients that are like borderline trying to be my friend because it never works out it never works out i just want to get my money and get the fuck out like i want to license my digital art not as nfts but for if someone wants an album cover and they really like it like i want them to pay me 
a set price of 50000 and then I want one penny off of every stream. No, I want half a penny for every stream they get because that's some someone seeing my art. So, like, I need to negotiate like that. I need to get an agent. Um... I gotta do this now. I'm 26, you guys. I gotta I gotta do this now. So I'm curious, what are your signs from the universe? If you've listened thus far, I appreciate you. I love you. Thanks for coming back to the Man and Candace podcast. Tweet me, DM me. TikTok me, um, and I'm I'm about to be on Facebook. It's for marketing reasons, just for marketing reasons. Okay, okay. Tell me what your sign is from the universe. That one thing that the universe lets you know that you're gonna be all right, that you're in the right place, or that you should get the fuck out. <laughs> um. Let me know. Love you guys.